Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Wednesday, July 26th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And here are today's headlines. The NYPD is urging New Yorkers to avoid the area around Port Authority. That's because a crane atop a Manhattan skyscraper caught fire and partially collapsed this morning near Hudson Yards. At least six people, including two firefighters, were injured after the arm of the crane came crashing down. The scene occurred at 10th Avenue and 41st Street. According to Mayor Eric Adams, none of the injuries are life-threatening. The cause of the fire is still being investigated. It's going to be a scorching next couple of days across the tri-state. New Yorkers can expect temperatures in the high 90s on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. But with sunny conditions and a high UV index, it'll feel more like the low hundreds. And according to a recent study conducted by Climate Central, New York City has the worst existing heat island effect out of any city in the country. That's because of tall steel skyscrapers, asphalt roads, and relative lack of urban greenery. According to the study, this combination of conditions can make some areas of the city feel 8 degrees hotter than the weather forecast. But for people looking to beat the heat, the city will be opening its cooling centers for the first time this summer. Mayor Adams says it's due to the particularly high projected temperatures, which will likely reach the triple digits. You can use New York City's cooling center finder to locate an air-conditioned gym or rec center closest to you. Up next is our weekly music segment on the What's What podcast that delivers the latest music news. We have WFUV's Rosie Lenz here to tell us all the latest headlines. Hey, Rosie. Hey, guys. There's a lot going on, as always, and a lot of it is taking place right in the city. In some sadder news, Tony Bennett passed away Friday at the age of 96. He was best known for his hit songs, including I Left My Heart in San Francisco and New York State of Mind. He was also an Astorian native, so New York City has been paying their respects to the legendary musician over the past week. How is New York honoring him? Mayor Eric Adams and different former mayors, governors, and organizations all released touching statements about Bennett and his impact on the city. They all called him humble, gracious, loyal, and generous, and said he was a musician who stayed true to his roots. Your favorite subway performers now have the opportunity to make it big. Musicians who perform on subway platforms are able to participate in the first-ever Writer's Choice Award. Winners get a recording session with Atlantic Records. Has anyone been selected yet? Yes, there are three finalists now competing for the crown. Afro-Dominicano, Augie Bello, and Brass Queens. Anyone at home is welcome to vote. But today is the last day. If you're interested in watching the performances and voting for a winner, visit welovenyc.com slash mta. Yes, make sure to vote today. What's going on in the concert world? Well, all good things come to an end, but some fans have some things to look forward to. After two years, Harry Styles' Love on Tour tour has come to a close. His last show was this past Saturday in Italy. That's so cool. What did he do for his last night? Well, he added something new and special for his fans. His finale was a 10-minute long instrumental ballad that he played on the piano, and he gave an emotional speech to his fans to end the night. The tour was extremely successful for both Styles and his fans. Sounds like there was a lot of love during Love on Tour. Absolutely. And moving on to album releases, you can expect lots of new music this week. Post Malone's fifth studio album, Austin, drops this Friday, July 28th. 
His recent singles Chemical, Morning, and Overdrive can all be found on the album. It will have a total of 17 songs. That's something fans can look forward to this week. Definitely. And as a fun fact, the title of the album comes from Post Malone's real name, which is actually Austin. He also revealed that he played the guitar in every song on the album, which I thought was a nice personal addition to each of the pieces. So Post Malone fans, be sure to watch out for that this week. And finally, the Rolling Stones are reissuing their album, 40 Licks, digitally for the first time. It is a 40-song compilation of the band's career up to 2002. Rosie, can you explain that for us? How does it compare to the original release? It means for the first time, the album will be available on streaming platforms and not just on disc. Very important for modern day sales. When are they releasing the digital version? Today. And any Rolling Stone fans out there who are looking for something more physical are in luck. There will also be a four-disc limited edition black vinyl available July 28th. So, lots of new additions for people's collectibles. There definitely is. Thanks for joining us, Rosie. Thank you for having me. The country's longest-running Asian-American film festival will kick off its 46th year today. The hybrid Asian-American International Film Festival will showcase the work of more than 100 directors and represent over 20 countries. The first screening is tonight at the Museum of the Moving Image, with an opening night reception starting at 6.30 p.m. And this year, you can even watch from the comfort of your own home. Viewers can purchase an online pass for virtual admission. To find the festival schedule and see how to get tickets, visit aaiff.org. Fans of U.S. women's soccer can head to Port Authority of New York and New Jersey for a free watch party of tonight's World Cup match. The U.S. national team clashes with the Netherlands in the second round of the tournament's group stage. And there's some good news for the U.S. women. Star midfielder Rose Lavelle is clear to play for tonight's match. That's after she injured her knee in April. Fans can catch all the action at North Oculus Plaza at the World Trade Center tonight at 9. And on this day in 1968, the Jackson 5 signed a one-year contract with Motown Records. They went on to record smash hits like ABC, The Love You Save, and of course, I Want You Back. group became the first musical act ever to have their first four singles reach the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. Throughout this month, Bryant Park has been holding free Broadway shows for the general public. WFUV's Ben Oppenheimer went out to the show for Disney Day to find out more. Throughout July, theater fans have been treated to live musical theater performances every Thursday as a part of the Broadway and Bryant Park event series. Tourists and locals alike have been flocking to the outdoor concerts to hear performances from some of Broadway's biggest shows like Kimberly Akimbo, Wicked, and Chicago. And Danielle DeLello, the event's producer, says the event series is about more than just bringing the Broadway stage outdoors. It's about building bridges with New Yorkers. The, the thought was giving a chance for the community to come together in a very magical park in New York City. So it gives the community, whether you're from Long Island or a tourist or from Manhattan, you're able to sit down on the lawn with a chair or 
you can bring a, a blanket and just enjoy the the beautiful uh, acts on Broadway. It's it's a chance for people to see Broadway who might not be able to afford a ticket to go and see a show. Fans also say the show's outdoor setting, paired with its affordability, provide a unique perspective to experience live theater. Because come on with air, you're not stuffed in a chair. When you go into most Broadway theaters, that's why I hate to be a, a, a patron because if you sit there, the seats are so very tight. Whereas when you come out here in the air, you breathe the air, and you get a great Broadway show. I mean, this is wonderful. It's wonderful for people who can, especially wonderful for people who cannot afford to go to a Broadway show. Even as theaters around New York continue to struggle in the post-COVID world, Broadway in Bryant Park has been a bright spot for the theater industry. For more information on the outdoor theater events in Bryant Park, you can check out lightfm.iheart.com or bryantpark.org. I'm Ben Oppenheimer, WFUV News. That was WFUV's Ben Oppenheimer reporting on the success and popularity of the Disney Day at Broadway in Bryant Park. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And as always, you can find more from us at WFUVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Jaya Joyce. And that's What's What.